Thank you for tuning in to the Hip Hop Rejects. I am Royalty. And yo, it's your boy, Young Fly Than the Wrist. And together we are the Hip Hop Rejects. We are an all hip hop podcast and everything we talk about on this podcast is hip hop related. First, we want to start the podcast off, guys, with just again, uh, thanking you guys for just continuing to tune in to the, to the podcast every single week. Uh, I want to thank you guys for all the support you've been giving us on social media, from the likes and the downloads and continue to share with your friends, your family, your enemies, whoever. So, uh, again, big up to, to everybody out there that continues to listen to us. Please just continue to share it. If you know somebody that's a, that's a hip-hop lover, share it with them and tell them to download it and then share it with somebody else. So, Yeah, man, we really appreciate everybody out there for showing their support and their love. Like Royalty said, just continue to share it, you know, and uh, we're going to keep giving you this fire hip-hop news. Royalty, what's going on in quick news, my boy? Let's see what we got, man. Let's see. This week, uh, we got got the boy Meek Mills in the news again. Um, Meek um, took down his "Want to Know" disc record off off his SoundCloud account. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, I know, a lot of people are probably thinking it's probably more likely because he lost, but um, WWE, which is the uh, wrestling organization. Um, has sent Meek Mills a cease and desist letter. And a lot of times when you get that letter, for whatever reason or for whatever they send you a cease and desist letter for, you got to pull whatever it is down. So pretty sure that's probably why he took that took that record down. And plus on top of that, it was whack. So, um, the best thing the WWE has done. Got that right. Uh, the other thing Meek Mills uh, has been in the news for is um, – Basically, he put out a statement on social media stating that uh, that he was no longer entertaining the, the Drake beef anymore. He gave out this long, drawn-out speech, um, and 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 more of a short way of saying it. What the what he was trying to say? He was basically playing the victim. You for, know, for the most part, I'm gonna say this right here to me. Next time you on beef with somebody. You better bring the heat, my boy. They had to go hire a crisis counselor to try to save your career. Nikki is actually that crisis counselor. She's saving your career. She's on stage rubbing on your dick and shit. You know, you 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 need to thank your lucky stars because your career was over, my dude. Like, seriously, bro. Yo, and to y'all young cats out there, if y'all going to be beefing with somebody, man, Make sure you know how to beef. And I ain't talking about with fighting and killing. If you're going to beef over spitting rhymes, make sure you know how to do it. Make sure you know how to bring that heat. If you can't bring that heat, just keep your mouth closed, my dude. If you ain't never been in a rap battle in your life, you probably don't want to start beef with nobody. Exactly. And, and Meek Mills was a battle rapper, so I don't know. I don't he know what happened. Drake was soft. He thought Drake wasn't going to come back at him. Yeah, that's what he thought. That's exactly what he thought. Uh, but in other words, let's see. Speaking of Drake, um, his, uh, his album, if you're reading this is too late, went platinum this week. So we can, we can, uh, pretty much 
uh, applaud to give that to uh, to the beefy head with me meals for those additional sales. So, yep. And guess who's having the best summer ever? Drake, aka Aubrey Graham. I just want to say he has a girl's name, but I'm just saying his name is Aubrey. But that's just besides, you know that's, what, that's that's besides the point. I'm just saying, man. You know, know they say about the dudes they got girl names. Yeah, uh, he's not promoting himself as Aubrey Graham, though. That's he a good thing. Name Drake. Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I think Drake is his middle name, so that that's a good thing. I couldn't take the man seriously if his if he went by the rap name Aubrey. That just wasn't gonna really work for him. Man, yeah, he's half white. Yeah, you know. Um, but other news, we got a got a Zelia Banks. Uh, Zelia Banks has been prohibited from releasing any music until 2016. This uh, this is due to uh, her change in management company. So the other management company is holding her contract up, so she can't really release any music. So more than likely saying that if she were to release anything, basically the old management company would still get you know a percentage of that. So um, I guess the, I guess they're doing a move where they won't they don't want to release any music until. She's that contract is up. So, but again, I'm not a Zelia Banks fan. So this is something I don't really, really too much care about. So we can move on. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say this. Zelia, you can't rap, baby. You got nice lips. You got them. You really ain't that cute though. So, I mean, I'm going to need you to go get a nine to five, my girl. Walmart, JCPenney. Macy's. Go to college, get a degree, get a master's. Feel like you can be a psychologist or a nurse, something like that. But the she rap really, shit ain't for you. She really should quit rap though, on the real. But anyway, yeah. uh, I don't want right. to crush your dreams. We all need dreams, but sometimes we have to realize when a dream is unattainable. Hey man, look. Somebody gotta buy these records. We need fans. Rapper, rappers need fans. She can be a fan. Yeah, that's true. So hey, too many hey, it's too many rappers in the game. We need fans. So there you go. All right. So on to the top five albums on well, top five rap albums on the Billboard this week. Um, this week again, got a couple. Well, I got maybe like one album on here, and that I don't know who they are, but. On, and we're gonna roll with it. And uh, I'm guessing I know who this is, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number one album uh, in the in the country for rap is artist by the name of Little Dicky. Uh, name of the album is Professional Rapper. I don't know who this guy is. Never heard one of his records on the radio. Never seen a video from him. I don't even know what the guy look like. So we'll see where he is on next week because if he um if he's really hot he'll still be in the top 5 so we'll uh, we'll just wait This to see. is a white guy Oh he is Yes Seriously He got a song with Snoop Dogg professional rapper preaching Snoop Dogg Uh He's been all sway in the morning. I mean, maybe we're in the dark, my dude. Hey, we could be, man. Like some of these, I mean, it's so many, dude. There's so many different um, 
Well, I know, put it this way. The the Caucasian rappers, they're coming out of the woodwork. So, I mean, I kind of take a lot of them with a grain with of a salt. With a grain of salt? Yeah, the only ones that, that, as far as the new cats that I'm really on, I've always been a Yellow Wolf fan. Um, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly is nice, and uh, I yeah. like and I like Logic. But everybody else, yeah. uh, there's this other cat that I that I looked up one time. I was looking at the bit, but this is like some months ago. I cannot think of his name. I think his um something easy. I can't think of his name. Um, I think it's G Easy. Uh, I think it's G Easy. Think is his name. And I heard some stuff from him. He's pretty nice too. So. But no, not too many of them that I paid too much to, a lot of attention to. So I was, uh, I ran across this cat too, man. Um, not G Easy, but another guy. Um, oh my God, man, I'm hating on forgetting his name, dog. He cold too. He a white guy. He's from uh, up north. He real cold. Uh, dang it! I'll bring him up on the next show. But he's he's a white rapper. He's real cold. Like if you watch his YouTube video and get on Facebook and ask him to use a word or a phrase in his rhymes, he'll go and do that. Huh? Yeah, and he'll put uh... your he'll put your name up under it in his video. Oh, that's cool. All right, uh, number two, we have Future still holding strong at the number two spot uh, with DS2, that Dirty Sprite 2. Uh, we got uh, number three, uh, just debuted on the charts. Uh, we got Migos, Young Rich Nation. Uh, we got um, the Southpaw soundtrack dropped down from the number one spot to number four. And we got Drake that has risen up from... I think he was like last week. He was. I think he was like. Um, I think he was like number six or seven last week. Uh, so right now he's in number one spot, and he went platinum this week again. Just to re- reiterate that. Uh, with um, if you're reading this, it's too late. So. Yeah, man, Drake doing his thing, man. Uh, well, everybody knows that the movie Straight Outta Compton came out today. Well, yeah, yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, yesterday. And um the the soundtrack came out last week sometime. Yeah. So uh, there are some great tracks on there. It's featuring a lot of West Coast artists that we haven't heard from in a while. Um and the song Compton is so cold. You know, K Dot, Kendrick Lamar, man. I don't know what to say about the man. The man is just he ridiculous with his rhyme spitting. Yo, I mean, so, I mean, I, we asking y'all all go out, support that movie and support that soundtrack. You know, go buy it, go watch it. I know 80% of y'all gonna go get the bootlegs, but still go watch it and go buy the album, you know, because it's a good album and I'm pretty sure it's a great movie. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of great things. Uh, been watching my my social media feed. Everybody's been giving it giving it kudos. So it's uh it's a very good move. I'm definitely going going to get out and go see it. Just didn't really have a chance. Didn't really have a chance to do it this weekend with so much stuff going on. So, um, but let's get into the uh, let's talk about the let's talk about the Compton album. Um, 
and give our, you know, give our critique, our, you know, review on it. Um, I'll kick it off. Um, some of my favorite tracks, man, like from the album as a whole, it started out pretty slow for me as far as like, you know, that every, all the tracks I was hearing, it really like the, for me, the album really, really kicked in, really kicked in, um, around like the loose cannon track and like deep water is just like my, it's like my favorite, like deep water goes so hard to me. That's my favorite. Right. That's like my favorite song on the whole, on the whole album. Um, my one of my, another one of my other favorite ones was the, um, the one shot, one kill with Snoop on it. The flow that Snoop had on that record. If Snoop can, I think if Snoop can continue that type of delivery, on on his own music, Snoop can come pop out a couple more albums if he continue to flow like that. I was I was really feeling the way Snoop was flowing on the on that one shot one kill record. Yeah, and, Snoop, uh, another Snoop one, went hard on that. Yeah, another one of my favorites was the uh, the record with Jill Scott and uh, John Connor for the love of money because it did have for have for the love of money sample on that on that right. record, and that just kind of like took me back. For a minute back back to the '90s, so right, I was, I was really feeling that record. So, what's your take? What you, what you think about it, Yam? What's some of your favorite well, tracks? What I want to give, like I honestly say, my favorite t- track is the title track, Compton, because of how Kendrick was going on there, you know. Um, and to 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 give the viewers some information on the first week's numbers on Compton, what it sold. The album moved two hundred seventy-eight thousand five hundred fifty-eight units, and that's without it even being on any other digital music service, only other than Apple Music, because it ain't nowhere right. else. So right, and Compton is right now being projected, being projected to be the number two album on the Billboard charts when they uh, republish it. Yeah, when it's when whenever it finally drops, pretty sure a bunch of people gonna go out there and pick up uh pick up a hard copy and support it. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I haven't bought a, I, haven't, I know my I would say for myself, man, I haven't bought a hard copy of anybody's album in a very very long time. I've been digital for quite some time now. So yeah, this I'm digital not, revolution, you don't have to get out and get in stores and worry about them not having it no more. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. But I mean, I, you know, it's, it's some it's certain albums, you know, that that hold a special place in your heart. A lot of the times that you know, you just like you gotta have a just like almost kind of like a memento to you know to history itself. Um, yeah. So you gotta gotta start going out, you know, tend to have to go out and just just pick it up just for the hell of it, just for it to be physically in your hand. You know what's something I've been thinking about though, young man. I've been what's thinking that? about like, I've been thinking about like um like a lot of hip hop records. I'm thinking about um like going like searching for a lot of some of the like classic hip hop stuff. Like even some of the stuff we used to listen to like for example like um like Outkast ATL and stuff like that. I actually want to like find that stuff like on vinyl. And I actually I actually did find a copy of ATL ends on vinyl. But I'm thinking about wow. like starting a collection of cuz I know in certain I know a lot of some albums in certain cases they'll they'll drop them on Amazon, they'll drop them on a, as in vinyl. So I'm like, I'm thinking about like you know just picking me yeah. up like a picking me up like a record player for the hell of it, and just like go buy me a bunch of like vinyl of like some of the best albums, but on vinyl. 
thinking about this doing was that. Oh, I want to correct something. I've been calling that song Compton because I just just heard the song and thought that's what it was called. The actual name of the song is called Genocide. Oh, Genocide? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, I also like uh, It's All On Me. I also like the song, like you said, Deep Water. I like One Shot, One Kill. And I also like Satisfaction. Medicine Man was good, too. And did his thing on there. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's what they, I was gonna say about um, there was a what, what what record was it? I think it Loose Cannons near the very end. The part it was just a, it was just a uh, like a like a ad like not say an ad lib, but there was a certain part um, that had dialogue going on in the very end of Loose Cannons. I kind mm-hmm. of I kind of felt um, Loose Cannons could have been. Actually, even better than what it was with Exhibit on it. I think uh-huh. if they, I think if they would have threw Eminem on Loose Cannons, I think that track would have been perfect. I think he, I think that that track was a, was a was a fit for Eminem as well. But of course, he didn't. He didn't. You know, he wasn't on there. But I think he should have been on. Should have been on that record though. Yeah, you you know, you know how M is. M can't M can't murder the whole the whole album, man, because. If he would have been on every song, they would have said, "Yo, that's Eminem CD." You know, you know what I'm, you know what I actually I'm surprised of on Compton though. I What's know, that? and I know. Well, I can't even say because Eminem is not even a a West Coast rapper. He's no, a, he's Midwest. He's he's Midwest. But you know, I'm surprised it's not on the album because Game is on the album as well. Um, I'm surprised Fifty wasn't on it. I didn't think about it's it. Really East Coast. I didn't think about it ten, but still though he's still down with that camp. I mean, G Unit yeah. is G Unit is a is a is a is a sub subsidiary of of Aftermath. Yeah, but they, and, I and, mean, and Shady. He's like two levels. He's two levels under under Aftermath. So I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But you know, that was a looking at it. Yo, they tried to do it as a fifty is New York all day on. All night, fifty is New York. Most of G on it is New York, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. That's and you true. know, but um, I don't think E forty was on there either. So, um, you know, a lot of those cats from the West Coast from back on the day went on there. But you know, like I said, the album is nice. You know, so I mean, we are gonna give his props. You know. It's a whole lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas that coulda went on with the album, but you know. Yeah, that probably was a uh, that probably was detox because you know over the years with you know the rumors of the of the records that were that were recorded for detox, man. The the I've seen like different track listings for that for that particular album, and it was like it was, I think it was like everybody was on that. Like I know I know that was a record with like. There was a record, rumor record for Detox that had like Michael Jackson, Usher, and Chris Brown on, and I'm like, man, what the? Yeah, see, it wasn't supposed to be a recording, like it wasn't supposed to be really Dre rapping. It was more about an album of Dre producing. Yeah. So you know, and when he just said, when he said he just didn't like it, you know, I guess he just wasn't feeling it. Who say we won't never hear the old songs though? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. Um, let's see here. Um, as far as the album, what would you rate it, man? I give Detox. Um, 
a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah, I give yeah. it that for those reasons we really just stated, though. Yeah, I give it a um, I give it a roughly about, I say an eight, eight out of ten. I was pretty, okay. pretty good. Um, I'll take like a, I know, you know, comparing it to like two thousand and one. Or, or the chronic, or however many it is, you can say either both ways, right? They are pretty. That, in, in my in my eyes, those albums, both of those two albums that he's come out with, they're pretty. They're pretty equal. Um, I can almost I can almost listen to Compton, almost listen to it front to back. Once I know, once right. I get once I get around like the Loose Cannon records, and I can at that point, that's like the seventh track. I can almost just let it roll and don't skip anything. When I'm listening to right. it that way, so I feel you on that. Uh, all right, so let's get into let's get into a, a, another topic that's been it's been running rampant, not just in hip hop but in music in general. But this particular subject we're going to talk about um, is going to be with uh, Jay Z and Timberland. Um, gotta have to have to go to court to testify about a sample line uh, from a composer from I want to say the composer is probably I can't really you know I want to butcher the name but it's sounded like the cats from India uh, from the from the Big Pippin song from two thousand and so they're suing them over the over the rights of that particular sample and everybody knows the flute line that's in that's in Big Pippin. If you've heard Big Pippin, you kind of know the, what the part I'm talking about. So, uh, but yeah, they got to go to trial for that uh, coming up on October 13th. And there's been a lot of a rash of just, you know, common people suing artists for, for samples. Now, don't get me wrong. In the game of music, if you don't know, if you use something from another artist, Yes, you have to get you have to get the sample cleared. Um, I, I know when it comes to you know civilians or you hear something from somebody that could be an upcoming artist or anything like that. I know those type of shaded things do go on in music, and they're yeah. they're there in some cases. It could be some truth of you know a more popular artist stealing from a less known artist and probably using it because they it was tight so they decided right. to use it so but the other thing i want to talk about is too is like okay for real and robin i'm pretty sure everybody's probably heard with the for real and robin thick situation of them being sued over the blur lines record by the marvin gay family because the sample from the record is from marvin gay right now my take on both of these two situations is that also, though, let me also mention, since I'm talking about the Marvin Gaye family as well, let me also mention that this Marvin Gaye the third, which is the son, which is the son of Marvin Gaye, is also trying to sue the television show, hit television show Empire, because he said that was his idea first. This is the problem that I have with these just random suings. I feel that if a record is not hot and let's say they sample something from it, just, you know, something that's, you know, that's well known to everyone. 
Right. If the record doesn't sell well and it, you know, you don't hear a peep from it in radio or it doesn't sell a lot of copies, I'm pretty sure whoever owned that that sample that somebody used, they probably don't care because guess what? They didn't make any money off of it. But right. the moment the record or anything for that nature becomes a mega hit, oh, we at the door calling the lawyers and everybody else to say, oh, that was my idea. And, oh, you know, I'm finna sue such and such and such and such for because I, I came up with that first. Exactly. It's like, it's like, man, if you're going to sue, sue because they took it legitimately. It don't matter if they if it's sold or not. If it was yours to begin with, it shouldn't matter if it was successful. Exactly, man. It's like it's crazy how like nowadays everybody coming out the woodworks. Like it's been so many sample use and they may have went through the right channels, but you didn't hear nothing in the news about it. Families weren't tripping or nothing like that. But like nowadays it's like everybody just out for self instead of enjoying the music. Everybody feel like they entitled to something. And you know, when it comes to Marvin Gaye kids, I'm gonna just say it like this. Y'all blew y'all money, y'all daddy left y'all. So y'all stop trying to make money off him. Y'all daddy did that work. For real use fifteen seconds. Not even that much of it. Exactly. And y'all clowning like he just stole the whole song and said he made the whole song. Marvin Gaye the third, sit down, my dude. Every person that is our skin complexion has dreamed of something like Empire. That is, that is correct. I mean, I've, there's been people coming out the woodworks, coming up against Empire, saying it was their coming saying it was their idea, and the and the whole thing. Okay, Empire is the con, the conception of that show is like you said when it comes to our culture or hip hop culture or just the African American or if you want to say black person in music in general. That is their dream scenario. Any right. anybody could have thought of it, but right. guess what? You might as well say Russell Simmons came up with Empire. Exactly, but guess Master what? Master P came up with Empire. Right, but guess what? Though you didn't have the money, or you didn't know the right people, and you didn't know the right channels to go through to make it happen. So and therefore, you didn't feel like the right paperwork. If you if you say you came up with it, copyrighted. Thank you. Write this script out, give it the same name, Empire, give everybody the same names and everything, and, and copyright it. Yeah, like everybody's like everybody's just everybody's coming after them, and it's like it's like for real. But yeah, but back on to this whole but back on to this whole suing thing. Um other thing, just like no, I just feel that with you know, with if the record, you know, if the record is, no matter if the record is, if it bombed or if it was a success, then sue. But don't sue the artist because you know they made a ton of a ton of money off of it because you know you can, you know, dip into their pockets for it now because you know they because right. you know because you know they're good for it. Right. You go in there with them sad stories and try to get a judge to feel sorry for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, whether they use a part of a beat or a sample or whatnot, man, they still worked and made that that track what it is. 
your 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 father, your mother, your cousin, auntie, uncle, grandma, granddad didn't do that. They did that. And honestly, that song Blurred Lines, they actually disguised it pretty good. For real, disguised that sample pretty good. Y'all was listening hard as hell. <laughs> exactly. So on yeah, the yeah, most yeah. news though. <laughs> Guess who's back in the news about getting sued again for not paying people? Let me guess. Cash money. Yes. Go ahead and take the lead. They're being sued by who? They're being sued by... Um, it's going to be... They're being sued by a touring company. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let me put, actually, let me, let me pull that up. Well, Young, do you have it up already? I think I got it up on my screen already. Uh, yeah, Young Money's being sued, being sued for unpaid ticket sales. Uh, Little Wayne, Little Wayne reportedly did not pay for tickets to a Super Bowl and for a Mayweather fight, among other events. Wow, easy. Come on now, man. You got enough money? Ready for what you on? It's like you know, it's it's again like I like I said before on a couple episodes back. Okay, it's either one or two things. Where it's either just like with the whole David Banner situation being paid royalties, it's either cash money that's in charge of paying these people and they're not paying them, or it's Wayne. And I think either Wayne name just maybe getting thrown up under the bus because he's basically the premier artist for for the label, and it could have been for him, you know, when he you know went probably went to the went to the Mayweather Pacquiao fight and things like that, but. Right. Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the man ain't the man. I'm pretty sure you know Wayne got enough money. I know he he's not in charge of you know having to reach into his own pockets, like literally reach into his pockets and pay somebody. I'm pretty sure he has people hired to do that, and I'm pretty sure they're probably hired by Cash Money Records and not Young Money Records. Yeah, so, that's probably true. So yeah. I, to me, to me personally, I don't feel like I could. I don't feel like I could fault Wayne for that. And I think it's more of the responsibility of the of the of the label, the label of the label itself, which is cash money, to be paying these people, and they ain't paying nobody, right? But they real quick, but they real quick to sue Jay Z over uh, the free Weezy the the sue uh, Jay Z over the free Weezy album on title for fifty million, right? So. Which is also what's left on Wayne's contract too. So find that kind of funny too. But but anyway, yeah. let's move on. All right, about to talk about my last dog. So I went and looked at some old mixtapes, and I kind of like went back because I wanted to. This to some mixtapes I hadn't heard in a while or didn't ever get a chance to hear. And I got this, I got my boy Loso, and I know I'm a sound bias on this because I said he my boy, Loso, fabulous, funeral fab, that's my guy. I listened to the Young OG Project, and I also listened to this guy named Pee Wee Longway. Who the heck is that guy? Exactly. Yeah. So, P.B. Longway is an Atlanta artist. He, to me, is one of these new cats. 
he had a decent flow. I just didn't enjoy his music. You know, he talking about the same mundane stuff, selling dope, drinking lean, you know, degrading females, all of that. You know, this the same mundane stuff we've been hearing ever since the 90s. I'm going be honest, cats. I'm really going to be honest, kids. You know, it's getting old to some of us. Just being honest. So, like, I would spend my last dollar on the Young OG project because y'all can say the same thing about Fab, but the thing is, the way Fab does his music, it's not in the type of way that the new cat's doing it. Yes, he's talking about females. Yes, he's talking about clothes and cars and money and stuff. But he also has songs talking about his son, what he went through with his mother and his father, you know, things of that nature. Talking about showing love for a female, raising women up and things like that. I mean, you can do both. You don't have to just degrade. So that's... That's that's why I would spend my last dollar on Fabulous's Young OG project. You got any comments, Royce? Uh yeah, I might have to go check that out because I've been, you know, kind of clamoring for some for some new Fabulous music. I know he had one. He has one record that was out on Spotify because I was just looking for something new from him um, one day, and he has a record with uh, Chris Brown, and he sampled the uh, Uchiwali record. Yeah, um, that's on the Young OG project. Oh, it is okay. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I definitely go uh, go check that out because I, I like that record a whole lot. So, ooh, she wildin' wildin', ooh, she wildin' wildin', ooh, she wildin' Yeah, so I definitely go, uh, definitely gotta go download that and check that out. Add it to yeah. my my uh, my list of of listening that I have for during the week. So, all right. So, so roll to so what's uh, next? So yeah, uh, we're gonna do things in a little bit of uh, out of order this week. I know normally um, we have a main topic that we go over, and we will we will be getting to that, but we're gonna do it in a different order this week, as I said. Um, so we're gonna do we're gonna do our hip hop spotlight, hip hop legend spotlight, a little bit early in the show because the subject we're gonna get on is gonna is gonna fall into line how we're gonna end in the show tonight. So. Um, Young, what we got for uh, Hip Hop Legend this week, man? All right, man. This week, our Hip Hop Legend is none other than, to me, the most revolutionary rapper of all time. Um, Probably the best lyricist of all time, in my opinion. Uh, And I can just say, he, he, he had some controversial lyrics, but he also had lyrics to make you think. He had lyrics to raise up the community lyrics to not only degrade women, but like I say, raise women up from Brenda's had a baby to keep your head up. You know, know who you talking about? Yeah. We talking about the one and only Tupac Shakur, you know, a rapper that was taken from us way too early due to nonsense, all the conspiracies and things that surrounding his death you know, it's sad that we can find out who killed who, but when it, in, in certain communities, but when it comes to our communities, certain people's deaths are a mystery. And 
You know, it, it's sad, but even even though saying all that, Tupac is still one of the highest selling rap artists of all time. He sold seventy five million records worldwide. That's before and after his death. Tupac um, of course sold more records dead than he did alive. Right. So I mean, you got all the albums from um Tupac Calypso now to Strictly for My Niggas to that had the chart like Strictly for My Niggas had my favorite song, which is I Get Around. Um it also had Keep Your Head Up on It. Then you gotta think about the Machiavelli Hail Mary. You know, like those first couple of lines when that song would jump off, you know, everybody know those verbatim. I think even the Pope know those. What's up? Say it again. Well, they sound like royalty. Well, what sound like? I think I, I think I may have missed what you just said because I actually took my headphones off my head for like literally thirty seconds. Oh, that's okay. I was talking about the Michaeli uh, Hail Mary track. Those first couple of lines. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge oh, yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the sweetest joy, and that's the getting. So yeah. we ain't gonna say that though. But uh, that's who our hip hop legend spotlight is on, on Tupac Shakur. Um, someone that's if he was alive today, a lot of you rappers wouldn't even be rapping. That's just my opinion though. But that's how I feel too. Yeah, and he's in that this of what a beef rapper is. He goes for the juggler. Yeah, a lot of rappers would uh would not have chosen how I say um the look that they have. And I'm on, you know, I like this artist, but I still feel I feel still feel that Ja Rule sorta kinda really did bite off Ja Rule a little bit as far as look wise with the whole, you know, ball head bandana yeah. type deal, uh stuff of that nature. And then I know when Fifty came out with the with the record, um, I can't think of the name of it, but that record was so hard. And he was talking about he was telling me you ain't Tupac. Yeah. Um, so just just to throw that throw that I know yeah a lot of rappers would not be <clears throat> um wouldn't be around because of this because of Tupac. So right. So that's how who our hip hop legend is. Um, if you haven't heard Tupac, which if you haven't heard him, I mean you living on the rock on Mars. But um, you know, go check him out. Go listen to it. Don't don't just get all sentimental when you hear all the cursing and stuff like that. Because he he does have some inspirational tracks also. He also is a great poet. So um go check out his book, The Concrete Rose. And that's just just go check them out. Royalty, what's our main topic tonight, my boy? Main topic tonight is a subject that um, that actually came for myself because um, me as a hip hop fan, I don't I don't really too much discriminate on the rappers or hip hop artists that I listen to. Um, I, as far as me, when it comes to the culture of hip hop. I'm more about the I'm really for the for the culture itself because uh, everybody I feel everybody that is gifted with the word of flow has a different story to tell. So our topic tonight is actually about I'm going to say this quote unquote uh, Christian rappers in hip hop. 
So with the Christian rapper, um, I know a lot of people probably choose to probably maybe not listen to them because of that label that they have stamped on them, which is the Christian rapper. Cause some people probably feel, or they maybe probably heard some records from a long time ago that some people, a lot of people have the sensitivity of, they don't want to be, you know, be beat over the head with religion per, per se, for the sake of the word. Um, and so with that part being said, with the and the thing is with with Christian rappers out here is that they don't want to be labeled as a Christian rapper, which is the reason why I don't particularly most of the time when I mention the artists I'm gonna mention that are that are that are rappers that are that people put that label on per se. Um they don't they they kind of float in limbo when it comes to when it comes to the genre itself because when it comes to per se the gospel genre, they don't want them in there. And then they're partially accepted by hip hop to a certain extent, because when it comes to awards and things of that nature, they're not nominated for right. any, for any awards in relation to hip hop, but they do get, but they do fall into the, they do typically fall into the gospel genre. And so that would be going for like artists like uh, for those uh, you got Lecrae, which is would be currently right now one of the most popular uh, rapper out of that out of that genre, uh, multi time Grammy winner, uh, just recently won a Grammy this year for the Anomaly album. Uh, you also got Andy Mino, Tripoli, Tadashi. Uh, you got a group called Social Club. Uh, there's a cat named Cannon, KB, uh, Derek Minor, Reconcile. You got a lot of different. You got a lot of different cats that are that are flowing for their message is about their relationship with God and. I think they should be respected as being part of the hip hop culture. I don't think us in the hip hop culture, we, I don't think, I don't feel like they're truly accepted. I don't know if it's because maybe, maybe the secular, when we, when people say secular music, our general, our general, you know, hip hop artists that we know that's in popularity is what a lot of people call secular music. And, um, I don't think they, I think some people feel like they probably are not accepted, but hindsight though, all the artists I just named, they are some of the coldest lyricists you will ever hear. If you are looking for, if you're looking for like some fresh air when it comes to music and you're not feeling and you're not liking, you're not liking music as it is right now. Go pick up a Lecrae record. Go pick up an Andy Menio record. Go pick up a Trip Lee record, Tadashi, Social Club, any of the cats I just named. Just go go pick it up. And you will, it's not, Young can tell you. And I gave some music to Young of my own to let him listen. And it's not what you think it is. It's, it's, the, it's the completely polar opposite of what you really think it is. Uh, yeah, he correct. Because I was one of those people who, like, back in the earlier days, um, I would hear Christian rap and be like, like, what are they doing? 
And like just recently when we were discussing this topic, he was like, yo, I'm going to give you some Christian rap to listen to. I'm like, I'm going to listen to that. And, you know, he was like, man, just give it a try. And I, you know, put it on my phone, listen to it. And those cats were really flowing, man. They were speaking, speaking some real, some real stuff. And it wasn't like all just quoting Bible verses and trying to beat you down with Jesus. They're giving their life's testimony and rhyming and making you, making you feel them because we all been through a lot of this stuff they talking about. And, um, you know, I have a new respect for it after, um, listening to it. And I also went and did some research given to the fact I, I covered speaking as a person who was just recently like this. We look at Christian rap as us as people who listen to rap, but like, yo, I don't want to listen to that because it's going to be a bunch of church organs and guitars and cats trying to rap over that. And then, you know, people who don't listen to rap who are quote unquote Christians, they don't want to listen to it because they just feel like it may be if, if it's rap that they're going to be cursing, trying to talk about God and stuff like that and saying, you can't put God's words to a beat. But if you listen to modern day gospel music, which they want to classify it as, it sounds pretty much like secular R&B to me. You know, so and then they don't say anything to R&B artists who get up on stage and sing a gospel song. They praise them. So if a man wants a man or female wants to praise God in a form that they feel comfortable with, there should be no judgment on that. They're 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 performing their art form in the way that they feel comfortable with. There's no different than praise dancing. That's no different than speaking poetry. That's no distant difference than singing or playing an instrument. They're just doing it to a rhythmic beat. Exactly. Um, just to give you guys a rundown of a lot of these, uh, just I want to give you guys like a, just an insight on where a lot of these cats are from. Uh, like I said, like Lecrae. Um, he has a record company called Reach Records. Uh, he's originally, actually, he's originally from Houston. And Reach Records is ran out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Andy Mino, Tripoli, uh, let's see, Tadashi and KB are actually on Reach Records as well. Um, you got your boy Andy Mino. He is actually Caucasian and Italian. He's from Washington Heights, New York. Uh, you got Tripoli. He's from Dallas. Uh, Tadashi's from Houston Social Club. Um, they're from, I think one of the one of the members is from I think one of the members is from New York, and I think the other one is like from like Florida. Um, you got Cannon. Cannon's from Chi-Town, from Chicago. Uh KB. I can't remember where KB is from. I think um I think he's from somewhere in the Midwest. I want to say I can't remember exactly where KB is from. And you got Derek Miner. Not not sure where Derek Miner's from. You got Reconcile. Uh, he's another rapper from Houston as well. Um, I'll tell you one thing about Reconcile. Reconcile will. There's a record he has with 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 Cannon uh, called um, "Put Me On." And man, if it don't give you the old nineteen like the old nineteen nineties Cash Money feel on that on that record, and you and you saying to yourself like. 
like really these these Christian rappers are putting it putting it down like that. Like yes, they are putting it down like that to give you that type of feeling because I like all the all the tracks and all the tracks and everything that they're that they're flowing and rapping to sounds just like a record you'll go hear from like a two chains or from any of these um new generation rappers that you're hearing now. That's what's up, man. Um, like I said, we just sometimes we have to broaden our horizon and just hear different forms of music a chance. So, you know, like I said, take those artists that he gave y'all, go give them a listen. I'm pretty sure y'all gonna enjoy them. And, you know, that's, that could be your Sunday morning music. You ain't got to get up and twerk to it, but you can get up and listen to it Sunday morning, clean your house up, and still feel like you got that little, that little atmosphere that you have every day of the week. Exactly. Um, and in addition to that, I'll also, um, you guys check out our Facebook page. I'll actually post uh, some of the links to their music uh, through our Facebook page. Uh, sure. Well, I have I put those up for you guys if you guys have a hard time trying to find it or locate it. Uh, if you guys, you know, you guys like it here and choose to uh, choose to download, buy it, however you choose to consume your music, uh, I'll, I'll definitely do that for you guys. You know, just to share the just to share the music. You know, sharing hip hop with it with the with the rest of everybody else. So, um, and speaking of Facebook. It's time for our social media drops. Check this out. Go follow us on Instagram. Go follow us on Twitter. Go follow us on Facebook. Um, Follow us on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Podbean. We're everywhere. We're going to be on iHeartRadio. We're going to be everywhere. We're going to be around the world. Go follow us at the Hip Hop Rejects. That's H-I-P-H-O-P. R E J E C T Z, the hip hop rejects. Go follow us, man, and we gonna keep giving you this real fly hip hop news. Exactly. And to end the show tonight, guys, we're gonna end the show. End the show tonight a little bit different. Uh, we're gonna end end tonight's show not with our normal hip hop rejects outro like we normally do. We're gonna end the show with a record from. From uh from Reach Records, which is uh Andy Menio from his upcoming album called Uncomfortable, and actually the title of the track is called Uncomfortable. Everybody have a good night, uh, and God bless. Everybody have a good have a good week. Alright, y'all be easy out there. God bless. Stay safe. Nobody ever told us we could die like this. Nobody ever told us we never saw it coming on. Live it up, live it up. Nobody ever told us we could die like this. Live it up, live it up. Corrupted by the kung fu we get. Yeah. Uh, God prepare me for the war. Uh, kung fu be the thing that'll make a king fall. Uh, eyes on the law, gotta grip that blade of the sword. Tell me how you plan on getting swole if you don't ever get sore. They say, Andy, this ain't music for your car If they jump and shit, man, they was never on board I got enemies, man, they wanna see me on the floor I got frenemies, couldn't even tell you who they are If you're not driven by the mission, you'll be driven by the cars Focused on what you beginning, more to becoming who you are I tried to point 